feel kind of like God. <laughs> and then this man with the devil on his hand came and took the hat. Free Britney. Free Britney. Welcome back to the third edition of Burnin' Urban, presented by Dab to Death. <coughs> oh, shit. Oh, if you join me for last week's episode, Legends of the Skinwalker, I hope that you all have been safe and haven't had any creepy encounters. If you missed it, be sure to check it out after this episode. Speaking of this episode, our topic this week was selected randomly out of the Encyclopedia of Urban Legends and comes to us from the land down under. That's right, Australia. The urban we'll be burning this week is the hilarious story of the kangaroo thief. As for what'll actually be burning for this episode, I've got some top shelf flour from Panacea Farms. The strain is TMZ, coming in at a whopping 30.12% for total cannabinoids. <laughs> Gotta love Panacea. They always come out with a really good flower. Uh, the packaging is very simple, very elegant. Uh, I, I love the little wax stamp logo. Because, like, I always thought that was one of the coolest things about, like, old school letters and shit. Like, Benjamin Franklin and the fucking, you know, Declaration of Independence and all that shit. They had like these fucking wax seals and they put them on everything, you know, fucking Kings did that shit and that shit was dope. I think we should bring that back. But then again, we'd have to like actually write letters and written papers, you know, it was apparently no longer a thing. So never mind, I guess. But uh, anyway. So I took some of this TMZ from Panacea. And I rolled it up into a natural hemp wrap from Kong Wraps. I decided to go with a natural wrap this week because last week with the grape, you know, it kind of kind of threw off the flavor of the flower a little bit. And I, I really just want to, you know, with, with burning herb and I, I really want to like start to taste and appreciate the flower again, you know? So anyway... The story of the kangaroo thief can actually be traced as far back as 1902 in Australia, where it originated as a bush yarn. And apparently yarning is Australian for telling tales. Now... While there have been a couple of slight variations that have popped up, 
The story almost always remains the same. (coughs) 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 Need something to drink. Speaking of, if you're a fan of like hard seltzers at all, don't waste your time on the Bud Light hard seltzer, hard soda pack. Heard good things about it. I don't like it, personally. The only good flavor is the orange soda flavor. And even then, that's kind of pushing it. But anyway, just a little side note, in case you were wondering. If you're not old enough to drink yet, don't. Because, yeah, that's bad. Anyway. So, our tale begins with a group of tourists bouncing around the outback in their rental car. You know, just being obnoxious tourists. Suddenly, a kangaroo darts out onto the road, and the driver slams on the brakes. But it's too little too late, and they hit the poor animal. Of course, these are obnoxious tourists we're talking about here, remember? So what do they do? They decide to put one of their jackets on it and prop the dead kangaroo up against a fence post so they could snap some hilarious photographs from a vacation that you just have to see. I don't know why they have to sound like that, but they do. But, like, who does that shit? Like... You, you're driving around in Australia, so you're in a country that you don't even fucking live in. <coughs> and you hit a fucking kangaroo, which is a big, majestic, beautiful fucking animal. <coughs> and the first thing you think to do, oh, let me put my fucking jacket on him. And take pictures. Ah, It'll be hilarious. We can tell all the kids. It'll be funny. It'll be a real yarn. People suck. The joke was on them, however, when the kangaroo, who had simply been knocked out, came to and hopped away before any of the tourists knew what happened. The real punchline was the fact that the jacket the kangaroo was still wearing as it bounded off into the sunset just so happened to contain the passport, money, and other valuable belongings of the person who owned it. And yes, it was hilarious. Now, if you're at all like me... And you watched entirely too many stupid movies in the early 2000s, then this story might sound extremely familiar. And that's because in 2003, Warner Brothers Pictures, along with Castle Rock Entertainment and Jerry Brockheimer Films, brought us the movie Kangaroo Jack, starring Anthony Anderson and Jerry O'Connell. <coughs> <coughs> Now, in the film, the two lead characters get tangled up with the mob and have to deliver $50,000 to the land down under. But their plans get derailed when they hit a kangaroo and put the jacket containing the money on it to pose for a few quick picks. 
And of course, you know, it runs off and the rest of the movie is them, them just trying to get the money back. And the kangaroo really doesn't have a whole lot to do with the actual movie. It's just kind of like a subplot to the movie, you know, but you know, Hollywood was just kind of cashing in a little bit on this story that they had heard, you know. (coughs) 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 While the movie did not do well at all, only making $6.9 million more than its $60 million budget in the United States, and only $28.9 million more globally. So this movie, this movie did not make a lot of money. I also don't understand how it took $60 million to film that, because it doesn't really seem like that expensive. I mean, I guess, you know, they're filming in Australia, so you got to fly out there, and all the, you know, the film crew, and the, unless you use, like, a local film crew. I don't know, I'm overthinking this, probably. But anyway, <clears throat> so, like I said, while the movie did not do well at all, I thought it was pretty entertaining. Or, at least 13-year-old me thought it was, but then again, 13-year-old me was kind of a fucking moron, so you should probably take that with a little bit of a grain of salt. <coughs> Although... I will say one of the best scenes in that movie was when Jerry O'Connell's character gets knocked out by the kangaroo, and then we get this brilliant gem of a song. Yeah, it's me. Love the jacket, Charlie. It's hard to get something that fits my shoulders. Nice. How'd you know red was my favorite color? You can talk. And I can sing. I said a hit. Pop. The hippie, the hippie to the hip, hip hop, and you don't stop the rock to the bang bang. Boogie set up, jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie. This is the great. See, I am Jackie Legs, and I'd like to say hello to the black, the white. Jackie, uh, Mr. Legs, if you could find your way clear. Yep, that still gets stuck in my head to this day. Like, randomly, it'll just pop into my head, and I'm just. And it's probably going to be stuck in my head for like a week now. So, that's great. So, other than Hollywood attempting to cash in on this urban legend, there have been other times that this story has made an appearance. This includes on October 14th, 2000, when a story was published in a Dutch newspaper called De Telegraaf. I'm not fluent in Dutch or anything, but I'm pretty sure that translates to The Telegraph. So it was published about a member of the Dutch Paralympic team who lost his jacket and Paralympic license to a kangaroo in a similar scenario when they were visiting a kangaroo park. Didn't know that that was really a thing. Like just a park full of kangaroos. I guess it's kind of like a zoo, but just for kangaroos. That's, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, but my favorite of these stories, however, is that of Day Vernon, a.k.a. The Professor, who was a famous Canadian magician. 
Vernon's sleight of hand and close-up magic was so good that he even fooled the great Harry Houdini. Jennings, who studied under Day for many years, loved to tell the story of how Day was such a terrible driver that when visiting Australia one time, he managed to hit a kangaroo. After he decided that the misfortunate marsupial had perished from this mortal coil, he thought that it would be a hilarious photograph in his vacation if he dressed the kangaroo in his coat and tie. Of course, we all know where the story goes from here, and the totally not-deceased kangaroo hopped away, taking Day's passport and wallet with it. Well, I mean, that's pretty much it for the amusing anecdote of the kangaroo thief. Just let that be a lesson to you all. If you ever hit a kangaroo with your car, do not put anything you own anywhere near it. Now, let's flip through the big book of Burnin' Urban and see what next episode will be about. That's the uh, Encyclopedia of Urban Legends by Jan Harald Brunvand. Yes, Van Harald. Jan Harald, whatever. Oh, shit. Flipped a little too fast. Almost put out the boot. Which is phenomenal, by the way. Um, I know I didn't really talk too much about the panacea. Before I pick next week's episode, let me sidestep and talk about the panacea flower real quick. I feel really high. And it's like a really nice, like, light-headed, kind of lifted high, you know? I, I even saved the largest of all the nugs out of the bag because it was just too beautiful to grind up. And when I went to break it up and put it in the grinder, like, it's so light and fluffy, and it's got, like, a little bit of stickiness and give to it, like, just beautifully grown flower. So, check them out, Panacea Farms. So, you can check them out at, at Panacea Farm, or at Panacea21.com. Other than that, let's pick out next week's episode. Ugh. The blunt's still going, too. I did put a lot in that motherfucker, though. I think it was, like, about two grams. At least two grams. (laughs) (coughs) All right, let's flip through the book. And, of course, I have my eyes closed, so I can't see, and I can't pick something, I can't cheat. I'm kind of feeling something towards the back of the book this week. So, let's stop there. And we have The Vanishing Hitchhiker. So, I'm not going to 
peruse too far into it and expose what it is, but I'm assuming... Ooh, it looks like we have a supernatural urban legend, which doesn't really happen that often. Although the Skinwalkers is kind of a supernatural urban legend. Huh. But I'm assuming it has something to do with a hitchhiker getting picked up and then disappearing out of the car. So, I know that there's a lot of stories like that, so I'm assuming there's going to be a lot to dig up on it. So it'll probably be a little bit longer than this week's Burn in Urban, but stay tuned to find out what it's all about. Other than that, thank you very much for listening. I always appreciate it. You can always leave your feedback on the episode or on any stories you would like to hear or any urban legends you would like me to cover at feedback at or just hit me up on any of the social medias at dab to death Unless you're on Instagram, then it's at dab to death podcast Until next time, keep burning the urban. <laughs>